is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Welcome back. It's Jill Herman here with you. So today I want to talk to you about two different examples of clothing and clothing items and our personal style having a lot more to do with who we really are than we give them credit for. Being more connected to our creativity and how willing we are to be fully self-expressed than we are willing to admit. The connection between our clothing, what we wear and what we don't wear, which is just sitting, folded, crumpled up possibly, or hanging in our closet, the connection between that and how we feel about where we are in life, where we think we should be in life, where we wish we would be in life, and possibly connected to how we look back into our past and wish we were still there. This is not a novel thought. This is not something you've never heard before. It's not something that you've probably never thought about on your own before. But I'm just coming up as a little reminder because it just something just hit me recently in my own life. So two parts. One part is, and we could go on and on for hours about this, right? But But one part will just be a conversation about the way we style ourselves and the way we present ourselves in the world as far as our clothing, shoes and accessories included, you know, like shoes, purses, jewelry, how that can be medicine, how that can be like a thermometer, how that can be a report card, how that can be like a litmus test. Like it can be a real, real, real smoke signal telling us what's really going on inside. And then the other part of this chat is going to be about the things that are in a closet that we're not wearing. Why are we not wearing them? Why are they still taking up space? And what happens when we're willing to let it go? So part A, I went to the birthday party of my dear friend, Maury. And my friend, Amanda, is married to Maury. And he is much, much older than me. He's He turned 85. And he's really a dear friend of mine. And when I was getting dressed for the party, I was really thinking about, like I was like channeling my inner Maury. And I was also thinking to myself, how can I like honor this man with what I'm wearing? 
I'm not loving the way I look lately. I can't fit into most of my clothes. I'm feeling chunky and frumpy and thick and swollen. But I want to put on something that embodies the feeling of joy, sparkle, zest, love for life, giving zero Fs, celebration, fun, and living for today and living for the now. And that's how I see Maury. So when I was looking in my closet, trying to decide what to wear, I could have hidden, and I almost did, and wear something like black because black is slimming and it's easy and it always goes with black. Black and black always go together. The theme of the birthday party was every night is New Year's Eve. Isn't that amazing? I I love that theme. And I should say, the reason I think it's amazing is because that's how Maury and his wife, my friend Amanda, live their lives. That's how their marriage rolls. Every night is New Year's Eve. But what if we all lived like that? Can you imagine? Pretty amazing. So that was the theme of the surprise birthday party. And so she did ask us to wear a little sparkle, but I could have easily just gotten away with wearing some diamond earrings and that was my sparkle. Started to just wear all black because it would make me more comfortable. And I thought, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not just going to wear something because it goes with the theme. I'm going to wear something that causes people to look at me, even though I don't feel good about the way I look. I'm going to be a record scratch for myself. I'm going to be a loving interruption for my own bullshit. I'm going to walk in there so loud. And I'm going to be wearing happy, vibrant, look at me, and I'm going to own it. So I grabbed a blazer that I bought on the clearance rack at a really nice little boutique I think it was last year and I still had never worn it. I'll put it on Instagram this week. I hope you look at it. It is all sequined and it's multicolored. I mean, think there are like eight different colors, orange, blue, hot pink, like a cream color, maybe like a khaki beige, lime green, like like really cool colors. And they're all just kind of splashed all over in this beautiful mosaic. And so it's pretty loud and sparkly blazer. So I wore that. I paired it with black leather. I love juxtaposition. So to me, jeans or black leather were a great opposite effect with that blazer. I wore these black leather capri pants also because they had an elastic waist and not much is fitting me now and they were comfy. And a black little bodysuit underneath and bright, 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 hot pink, metallic, heels, I think they're Betsy Johnson heels that I've worn like maybe twice. And the back of the heel all the way up the back of the shoe has black rhinestones. I also decided to wear a lot of jewelry. You know, you know, when people say, and I think it's great advice, use the good china, get it out, use it. Don't save it for someday, you know, wear the good jewelry. Well, I took out a lot of jewelry. <laughs> I wore a lot. I had, I like to wear a lot of jewelry anyway, but I wore more than I would ever wear with that kind of blazer. The blazer was pretty loud and sparkly, but I still wore a big stack of bracelets on one hand and a bracelet on the other hand that was very, very, very bold, lots of rings. And then when I did my makeup, I wore more makeup than I normally would wear. And I wore blue sparkle eyeshadow. I did like three layers of blue star sparkle eyeshadow. And like a greenish, shimmery eyeliner. Did I need to do any of that? Absolutely not. But I wasn't going for winning a fashion award. I was going for what I just described. 
like challenging myself and wearing like, you know, wearing the words of I'm 85 today and I don't give a fuck. Like, I just want to be happy and wear things that are out of my comfort zone because I, but I like them. You know, I'm not wearing something I don't like. Not worrying what anyone else thinks of it, but also being willing to draw attention to myself instead of trying to blend in. So I wore that and I felt amazing the entire night. I got so many compliments on my blazer, so many compliments on my shoes, so many compliments on the whole look. And it doesn't really matter if people really liked my look. I think just like with my episode where I talked about what happened when I cut all my hair off, I think a lot of people were actually drawn to it because of the vibration, because of the essence, because of the vibe I was putting out. Some of them maybe also liked the happy bright colors and liked that I, what I wore. But I think most people were actually like, that's fucking cool that you're just like wearing something bold like that. That's awesome. Okay. So the second part of this and, and that just take that down your own bunny trail. First of all, that part A, look at yourself and ask yourself, when have you done that? And when haven't, why and why not? And are you willing to do it more often? Are you willing to color outside of the lines? Are you willing to be a fruit loop in the world of Cheerios? Are you willing to swim upstream? Are you willing to just be your freaking self and wear whatever the hell you want and not think about what anyone else thinks? And someone might be saying, yeah, Jill, for me, that's beige sweatpants. Great. If that's a record scratch for you, then wear the beige sweatpants instead of what you normally do. If you're someone who normally dresses quite loudly and you're feeling like you need to call attention to yourself and wear bright, happy colors, et cetera, et cetera, then for you, the loving interruption is to do the opposite. Wear the all black, wear the neutrals, et cetera. But basically, when are you going to stop playing safe? When are you going to stop playing small and limiting yourself? When are you going to stop dressing in a way that says, well, someday hasn't come yet? I wanted to, but... I almost did, but when are you going to stop doing that? Only you can decide. For me, I decided that was the beginning of a new era for me. Now, I was like that for a long time in my 20s, especially, but in my 20s and 30s. One, I just love style and I love fashion. I always have. But I used to, in the 70s, on Saturday mornings, I had no idea how I knew that this show was on. I don't know how I found it other than just vibration, right? I somehow attracted this and picked up on the fact that it would be on because I didn't even know how to look at it. Back then we had a TV guide. I would go to our television and I would turn on actual runway, catwalk runway shows on Saturday mornings hosted by a British woman. I still remember what she looked like. She had black hair and she would give a review of all the runway shows and I would watch that. I loved it. So I've always loved fashion. I've always loved style. And when I started hiding and I started numbing and I started playing small and being sort of like enveloped by and succumb, I just chose to succumb to like stories and pain and fear, et cetera, that part of me went out the window. I would still kind of look cute here and there, but I didn't let myself fully self-express. And I held back and I I just, I didn't have the courage anymore. When I was younger, I didn't give a shit what the trends were. I didn't even know what the trends were, right? Now with social media, everybody knows what the trends are. Anyway, are you willing to do that? And if you are, 
just remember again that it will unlock things in you that have nothing to do with clothing, have nothing to do with jewelry or shoes or bags or style, nothing at all. You'll find yourself opening up in the bedroom. You'll find yourself using your voice in the boardroom. You'll find yourself speaking your truth in a relationship. You'll find yourself saying no when you want to say no and saying yes when you want to say yes instead of the opposite. It will happen because everything is connected. We can't change one part of us and not have it affect every other part of us. Okay, so part B of the conversation. I said a while back, I was trying to think of what episode it was. I truly can't remember, but there was an episode when I told you that that weekend I was going to like clean out my closet. Well, the truth is I kind of sort of did. Like I did like the wimpiest attempt. I got rid of a few things. I organized my closet. But a couple of days ago, I would call it more of an energetic cleansing and clearing. I just in the moment, all of a sudden was like, I got to do it now. I hadn't been thinking about it. I had not been planning to do it. I had been wanting to like clean up my bathroom and walk-in closet because they were just a complete mess. I'm the person that goes on a trip and I don't unpack for weeks. But when I get to a hotel, guess what? I unpack immediately and put everything away in a very organized fashion. It's really weird that I do the opposites, but that's what I do. So when I looked at the clothing everywhere, yes, I had it on my mind that I really, not just I have to, but I want to get this. This is like clogging up my, cluttering up my, even my like field, like I can feel it. But what I didn't think at all was that I was going to do like a clearing and really get rid of a bunch of stuff. Completely on a whim, all of a sudden, I started cleaning up the suitcase stuff and then I found myself hours and hours and hours into a total cleansing. And I mean, like things I was emotionally attached to. I got rid of, I almost didn't want to tell you the number because it feels just like gluttonous or something, but two of them were my husband's, but including my husband's two trash bags. I had 15 trash bags full of clothing of things that didn't fit me or I had not worn in years. Things that I thought I should wear, I felt guilty about not wearing, one day I will wear it, or things that don't fit me anymore and I'm holding on to the idea that if I hang on to them, I will remember the size I used to be, and if I hang on to them, it will motivate me and inspire me to get back to the size I was. I'm two sizes, I'd say two and a half sizes bigger than I was just three years ago. And three or more sizes bigger than I was my entire adult life before that. So I start filling the trash bags and I find myself hesitating on some things. And I realize, you know what, this is a great sort of symbol of your life, Jill. This is a great metaphor for your life. You're going to go pretty far, but not all the way. Why? Like, why? What is it? And so I started asking myself, what is the attachment here? And guess what? It was the same fucking attachment that I have to everything in my life. Guilt, 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 guilt. My favorite thing to feel and experience. My love affair with guilt. My obsession and love affair with guilt that has been plaguing me my entire life. When is the first time you felt guilty, Jill? I don't know, like a toddler? I've told you this before, but I remember... As a little girl, I mean like, I don't know, first grade, 
looking into the closet in the basement of our home and looking at all of the games, board games and toys that my parents had bought that I didn't play with and staring at them and thinking, oh, I feel so bad. They spent all this money on me and I'm not even using this stuff. I should be using this. I should be playing with this. And then making myself play with things that I didn't want to play with because I thought I should. And just that I can right now, my face is getting hot. I can feel, I can feel that stuck in my body. I can, it's like I'm right back there right now. So while I was in my closet, those same emotions, the the guilt trip, the stories, that stuff was coming up with a with a damn $30 blouse. I mean, it was ridiculous. And then the, well, if I get rid of it, what if I want to wear it someday? Just all fear. It was all rooted in fear. And so I stopped and I asked myself, what if I can flip the script here? And so everything that I had not worn, even in the last, I think I gave myself, let me think, I started to say three years and then I actually went to a year. If I haven't worn it, in a full year, it's going. And I would grab it and I would say, I am releasing this and I am gifting this to another woman and she is going to love it and be so grateful that she has it and she's going to give it the love that I can't. I'm done. And I put it in the bag. So this went on and this went on and went on to the next day. And then I realized, you know, I'm ready to step it up even more. I went through my drawers of jewelry I've always loved jewelry, but it was all like very, very, very inexpensive, in, inexpensive slash super cheap, but really cute jewelry. I got rid of it all, all of it, every single earring, every single bracelet. I had already kind of downsized before, but I mean, I really got rid of it. Two full drawers, multiple pairs of sunglasses, all the workout clothes that that just like scream you're a loser when I see them in my closet because I don't wear them and they don't fit me. Got rid of them. Bye, Felicia. Done. I am telling you guys, it was like a colonic and a, an entire exhale and losing 50 pounds of fat and bad energy. I mean, I'm a new person. Like, and I still have more to do. The one thing that is left, and I held myself accountable yesterday talking to Violet, the spirit healer. I said to her, I told her this story. And then I said, she said, what's left? And I'm like, oh, I knew you'd say that. How did you know I had that in my closet? (laughs) She knows everything. She's like, what about the things that you haven't gotten rid of? I'm like, I know. They're neatly folded, amazing jeans and pants, like a pair of black sequined tight legging pants and amazing. Mother is my favorite brand of jeans, mother jeans. But guess why I didn't want to get rid of them? Because I remember how good I looked in them. I looked good. (laughs) I looked good when I wore those jeans. Like I've never looked better in my life than I looked in my early 40s. I have never looked that good from head to toe. And I rocked those things. So it's like, if I got rid of them, then I would forget that. And maybe I'd never get there again. So I promised her that I would get rid of them. She said, you have two choices. You can just literally burn them, which would be quite powerful. But if you don't want to be wasteful, you're going to give them away, send them with love, 
and you're going to do like a whole clearing in your closet. So I pro- I haven't done that yet. I'm going to do it tonight, I promise. I, I got to work up to it. Like I'm really uncomfortable getting rid of that. That I can see them right now. There are three stacks of pants um, that, you know, for me, here's what it represents. It represents the battle I'm having, the internal battle that I'm having with aging. I understand that you don't need to gain weight when you age, but for me, it's all together. Like the hormone shifting, the weight gain, my neck starting to sag, my face looking different and aging. And that will be a different conversation with you on a different episode, more in depth, but it is connected. I was telling Sigrid, my coach, who I spoke with last night, it was a powerful day, Violet and Sigrid and acupuncture in one day. And I was telling Sigrid on our call that I don't want to admit this, but I'm like so excited to turn 52 next month. And I'm like not afraid of aging, except I don't want to see it on my face. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> I don't want to see that I'm getting older, but I'm 100% fine with the number and getting older. I love that I'm like, you know, stepping into this like wise woman phase, the crone phase, the sage as I call her. I love that. Well, I'm not walking into that phase, stepping into that phase and owning that phase when I'm afraid to look older. You can't have both. You just can't. And that is connected to the damn pants that I don't want to get rid of on the top shelf of my closet because I was younger and hotter back then. And I really need to make peace with that. And I'm going to, I'm I'm really going to. So when you look at your closet, are you just doing a superficial rearrange, organization, getting rid of a couple things? Or are you, or are you willing to do a real cleanse? Like a real cleanse, not an edit, but a cleanse. Because doing an edit is what is in style? What's not in style? What do I wear? What do I not wear? And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's amazing. A cleanse is different, in my opinion. My version is a cleanse is I'm willing to get rid of this, even if it's in style. Even if I know I'll wear it again, but there's something that just doesn't feel good about it or it makes me feel a certain type of way. Like there's something in my body that's saying a no, even though the object is saying a yes. That's a cleanse. Getting rid of things that you don't want to get rid of, but you know will serve you at the highest you if you do. Are you willing to do that? I'm taking this shit down to the bare bones. I mean, I am telling you, as much as I love clothing, I'm going to take it down to like a few pair of jeans that fit me at this weight that I like, that are comfortable, maybe a flare jean and then a, you know, straight leg jean and then a wide leg jean in a couple of colors, a handful of tops that also fit me well and I feel good in them, a handful of blazers, things that interchange, and then my spicy section, I would call it with like some prints and color because that's just me. I love that kind of stuff. But nothing in my closet, I've told you in my house it's this way, but why does it not work in my closet? Why does it not apply in my closet? Because I've been a hypocrite, that's why. I've told you that in my house, I have nothing in my home that I'm not in love with. If I'm not in love with it, I don't have it. Whether it's wallpaper or a sugar canister, if I don't love it, it ain't in my house. It's very important to me. But look how I've been living with my closet. Doesn't matter for my closet because, you know, guilt. It's just crazy. So are you willing to do that? Part A review, are you willing to dress in a way that that really fully expresses the real you, the highest version of you, the badass version of you, the creative version of you, the one who really, really 
secretly wants to wear that shit but doesn't? Are you willing to do it? Not once, but from now on, pushing the limits and just wearing things that make you happy and be seen. And part B, looking at your own closet, what needs to go? Whether you want it to go or not, are you willing to do a clearing? And guess what? I strongly believe that when you do one, the other will happen. If you start dressing the way I just described, you're going to be ready to clear out your closet. If you do a clearing in your closet, you'll be willing to dress that way. Because they're they're like, not just cousins, I'd call them sisters. Very closely connected. Now, if you're someone who I'm thinking of, my friend Steve, Steve Vorderman, if you're listening, hey, Steve. Steve's one of our one of our male listeners. It's like some, calling someone a male nurse. Sorry. But one of our listeners and very successful and respected photographer in my area. And Steve, by the way, I love your style. I've told you that. You, you should be a stylist on the side because Steve always looks stylish, just classic with like a bit of artistic flair on top of that. Like maybe it's a scarf with a white t-shirt and some, some Levi's. But for people like you, Steve, here's my challenge. You already have great style. You already look like you have an edited closet. You know, you wear classic things. They all go together. You know, white t-shirts, jeans, maybe a black turtleneck, whatever. Are you willing to get rid of some things in your closet that fit that description, but there's some sort of emotional attachment? There's something from your past attached to it. Are you willing to get rid of it? And number two, for Steve and everyone like Steve, if you've already someone who have a pretty edited closet, are you willing to push yourself and go back to our sort of exhibit A or part A of this conversation and wear something that draws attention to you, that really causes people to see you and it, and it expresses you in a way that you have maybe not been willing to let yourself be? That's my question. All right, love you guys. I can't wait to talk to you next week. This whole week, until we chat next, we will be breathing. We will be loving the hell out of ourselves and dressing like it. And we will be surrendering. Amen to that. See you next week.